0: Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side.
2: hello everybody and welcome to episode 103 we are one episode away from two years travis wow it's It's amazing it is true i can't can't believe it we talked a lot about on this show before like we obviously didn't see this coming at all (laughs) but but, no very very excited next week just so you guys know mark your calendars now uh we are going to be going live with chris green um, mm-hmm. so the episode that was supposed to be for, what was it? The 100th episode? Right. Yes. The 100th episode idea is actually happening next week for the 104th episode, marking the two year at, uh, that's next week, Monday at five 30 mountain standard time. So mark your calendars. We will put out mm-hmm. a, a, um, a recorded version of the live, but that's not sure. as fun, obviously because you can't interact with us. On the live. And of course, the best way to interact with us on this live is to go to demandcast.com slash Facebook and join the group because that's where we will be going live in. That's where everything is going to be happening is inside the Facebook group. So uh, bring your questions, your dad jokes, your comments, questions for Chris. Of course, he's super knowledgeable in all things print on demand and Amazon and all of that. So,
0: I have a great idea. I mean, because this live is going to be, you know, live two years you know, it's kind of a, it, it's going to be a little bit of a, what we would call a waffle. Uh, yes. For those of you in England, you know yes, that. explain what a waffle, waffle is. Yeah. you just kind of, it's like banter. You just kind of talk about things and you waffle. Anyway, um, so with Chris Green, we're going to be waffling about print on demand. Yeah. However, if you are going to come on the live, I think we should do something, Josiah, where perhaps we have a dad joke competition. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I actually that's a great idea. I know, a right? Dad joke battle. You've heard of freestyle battles before. You've heard of all of those types of dropping bars, but we want you to drop dad jokes in the mm-hmm. comments sections of this live and we will read them. And if mm-hmm. there's enough, we will we will crown a winner. We can do tournament yeah. style. I think they'd be fun. Uh, we'll even so, we'll even
0: throw you a t shirt of your choosing if you win. So how about right. that?
2: That's right a t-shirt of your choosing from a slash shop is where you can go to yes get sure. that t-shirt. So go there and uh, <clears throat> a little bit of a rearrangement on the website. But if you go there, it just says, Hey, you're looking for merch. Click here, click the word here, it takes you straight to the store. Bada bing, bada boom. Everyone's happy. And you get a shirt. You get to buy one or we'll give you one if you have the best dad joke. So you have to earn mm-hmm. it either way. Uh, But yeah, um, so Travis, it is Monday as we're recording. (laughs) When we got on the call, uh, I said, hey man, how you doing? And you said, it's a Monday. And uh, I said, yeah, it's a Monday. And you said, unfortunately. So how's your Monday been that (laughs)
0: warranted such a response? the thing is is that that was like an hour ago <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> um i i am i'm in much better spirits now having spent an hour waffling um yes. you know with you and talking about different things and playing each other different uh clips from the internet uh to laugh <laughs> hysterically at uh, yeah. but no this this monday was a little bit challenging um we're still having an issue with one of our printers and it's just, well, how, which I mean, we one? can get it to print, but the one on the right, the the, the one that we got from you guys, of course, and um, exactly. So it, it just one thing after another, after another, after another, I mean, we're still, um, you know, we're still on track for getting things out, but it's really just so frustrating because we really, I felt like we caught up a lot last week. And so with yeah. one printer down for, it was only down for half the day it was really more, um, exploratory figuring out what was wrong, but we called up sure. We called our Carlos who, you know, uh, we yep. called him as well. And, you know, we're saying, Hey man, this is, you know, but we are documenting it all. And I am going to run that at the flagpole to the, um, North American sales director who visited our shop a couple of weeks ago. Well, mm. a month ago or so, um, and we had a face to face because he was like, "We're so sorry, this is happening." And he's like, "Please let me know if there's any more issues." Well, I will, <laughs> and you I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I, I don't know where that's going to go, but um, it's really been, you know, frustrating. Last time, you know, to their credit, they did uh, replace a couple print heads for us. Um, they also extended our uh, service plans out a few nice. more months beyond when they, because of the downtime, they said. And I'm like, "Well, okay." I'm still getting downtime. Sure, What's sure. the next thing? And, yeah. you know, I'm, I would be lying if I didn't say my ultimate goal is to have them just ship me a brand new printer, but <laughs> that, yeah. that's probably a ways away. But in the meantime um, we are keeping a log of all the issues that we're having and we're going to report to them kind of, you know, I'm going to, uh, again, I'm going to fly it up higher up the flagpole, not just our tech that's yeah. coming out. Um, we're going to actually, I'm going to, cause now I have some contacts, uh, in the higher ups and I'm going to say, Hey, this is what happened. And you guys weren't able to resolve it the first day. And we'll see tomorrow is the second day. We're going to see if what they said right. to do today works for tomorrow. And if it doesn't, we're going to be on the phone again. And it's just very frustrating. So yeah, that was the reason for my, uh, I don't know. Less than enthusiastic greeting <laughs> when you when I first came on. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, that, that'll happen, and
2: it's uh, yeah. There's it's very strange as far as the history with that printer. I know it's not. It so, I mean, it seems like. I mean we we had some issues with it when it was about for apparel, but um not not to this extent. So it's just I I know firsthand. For those listening, uh, the frustration with this printer, because it was yeah. every every week, something right. was happening.
0: So. Just very thankful we have two printers, you know, for that very reason, so we can continue yeah. production when one is having issues. Because yeah. uh, otherwise, we, we'd be in big, big trouble. How was your Ugh, Monday? Absolutely. My
2: gosh, sorry, I'm tired. Uh, it was good. I drove back, so I was in Wyoming over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, from Wednesday night to three o'clock today um so it was good went over all of my family were was going to be in town so i figured it'd be a good time to go visit it was in thursday was the one year passing of my brother in law and so everyone was in town for that Mm um uh, and then that next day was my great nephew's birthday uh first birthday and then sunday was a party for him so between all of those things Everyone um, of my immediate family, siblings, nieces and nephews are in town. So it would be a good time to go and and have a great time. And I I shared this with you (laughs) offline. But, man, I'll tell you, uh, Birthday Parties for One-Year-Olds is a Hmm. production that just is not worth it. (laughs) It (laughs) It is. I mean, everything leading up to Sunday was about this boy's birthday party i mean balloons and all the cupcakes and all the cakes yeah. and this balloon arch and my mom's house isn't that i mean it's a split level how home it's not that big though so there's not a lot of spaces and you know my sister my brother-in-law just moved in with my mom so you've got mm. that happening and my nephew is now in there and they have their two you know black their black and chocolate labs are there and then my sister's there with her dog visiting and then my other niece mm. came from montana stayed in wow. my mom's house so it, i mean there was just so much happening in this tiny mm. space um and so you know the balloon arch was in what was my dad's office um at one point Just balloons from floor to ceiling filling up this space and <laughs> um thankfully i had been done working i was able to work from from that office space before they inundated it with balloons <laughs> and uh but there's balloons in the living room there was balloons I mean it was just it was so ridiculous and the whole time I'm just I'm just saying you know like something would happen that wouldn't go exactly to plan I'd be like guys he's not going to remember any of this this isn't <laughs> nothing about this first birthday is for him like it's completely for <laughs> the grandparents and mm. the mom and the dad but even they even my niece and her husband were like this is the most like extra thing we've ever seen in yeah. our lives like there's more So for some for some, I guess, context, there was a wedding that same weekend for one of my nephew's friends that he was the best man in and the Mm -hmm. bride and groom from that wedding showed up to uh, my great. My great nephew's name is Noah showed up to Noah's birthday party and they walked in or they walked up and they were like, there are more people at this party (laughs) than there were at our wedding. (laughs) <laughs> like the, that's how. I mean, the whole thing was like a celebrity birthday for a child, and it was just so hmm. ridiculous. And and Noah, uh, he was teething, so he he wasn't oh. feeling well, and he doesn't like things on his hands like cake frosting and stuff. So this is this is him at the beginning of the day, right? He's happy as all get out. That's my hmm. nie- my niece and her husband, and he's just that's a cute picture. Yeah, he's loving life, and he's just, you know, he's such a, uh, average, normally, such a mild-mannered, happy baby when he's not, you mm-hmm. know, having a 101-degree fever and teething. So, that was him at the beginning, and mm-hmm. then this is him the moment they tried to put cake in his mouth, and he was not, he was not having it. He, he <laughs> did not... <laughs> He did not enjoy anything about this this cake, the experience. His favorite fruit is blueberry, oh, so they put blueberries in the cake. Wanted nothing to do with it. He was mm. just not not having it. The crazy thing is is we cleaned him up and sat him on a blanket and he got to open presents and all the toys and they gave him a little they put a little thing of blueberries in front of him and he started eating the blueberries, but he didn't want the frosting or the cake. He wanted nothing to do with it. He just <laughs> wanted the blueberries, so he's a very health conscious child. Very bizarre uh, yeah. for for a one year old to be like, "Hey, this cake makes me feel. I don't like the frosting. Give me the blueberries.
0: I don't know. I, I really feel like we should, you know, encourage um, parents of you know upcoming one year old children to either a not do the birthday party or b provide a keg. I think those are really the two options. Yeah. No.
2: Look at me. Those of you who have a child approaching the 12-month milestone, just don't do it. (laughs) But this easiest thing to say, it was my niece, we made eye contact at one point. As you can see from the pictures, it was all outdoors. And I'm just kind of standing there observing things. And and, uh, she looks at me and we make eye contact. And she says, I will never do anything like this. Ever again, <laughs> so so it will be interesting to see with their next yeah. kid. And I told Natalie, like I'm all about when our kids won, throwing him a party and celebrating him, and you know what I mean. But I'm not doing a Broadway production. There will not be three or right. four drop sets that we fly in and out. There's not going to be these, you know, tear away whatever. Like it's just not happening. He's he's a child. Give the give the kid some cake and have him open <laughs> some presents. Uh, but otherwise, no, it just wasn't worth it. So that was my weekend. I mean, it, overall. It's a good time. I went to the fair uh, in my hometown, which I hadn't been to since middle school, like the county fair, some bull riding, and oh yeah, cool stuff like that, which was a good time. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so got back today at three, took a nap, and uh, you know, I was telling you before we started recording, it's the kind of tired where I woke up and I was just like unaware of my surroundings, <laughs> like I thought I was still in Wyoming. But right. I wasn't, because my wife walked in the room and I was like, "What is happening?" And she's like, "What are you, like? what's going on?" And I'm like, "Give me, a, just give me a second. Don't don't engage conversation <laughs> right when I wake up because I'm I'm in a really grumpy mood. If I'm disoriented, just let me let me reacclimate to to the elevation. I think it's really what it was. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh. I hope you guys were hungry uh, for breakfast because yep. <laughs> it's a lot of waffle. That we it's just a lot of waffle, you. a lot of waffle, which I think is a great term. So. Let's go uh, to the yeah let's, let's just go straight to the, the point of interest, because we have something that I think is is going to be interesting to talk about. So to yeah. the point of interest. Ooh, point of
0: interest) Ooh.
2: Beautiful. Every time. Excuse me. So this week, it actually comes, a point of interest comes from someone from our Facebook group that posted yeah. something for us. And uh, it's it's interesting. It is is a brand that I am aware of. Uh, they kind of came to prominence during COVID. And it was literally a single shirt mm-hmm. that kind of got him completely started. But the brand Lions Not Sheep. Um, mm-hmm. You've probably seen, you know, th- those of you listening. You've probably seen something with that phrase on it—a um, shirt, or a hat, or a cup, or or whatever—because they have gotten fairly popular um, from mm-hmm. from that from that shirt. So uh, he is in some hot water, I guess. <laughs> About two hundred, two hundred thousand dollars worth of, of hot water. Uh, <laughs> so Sean Whalen, who is the the founder of this, uh, was caught. Uh, white labeling uh, to say, in a sense, to say, in a sense, right, for lack of a better term. So, so basically, he said that the shirts were being made in America. Uh, mm-hmm. And so he took the tags off of the shirts that were coming from, you know, whoever, Honduras or Taiwan or China or whatever other country, um, and took the tags off and replaced them with tags that said the shirt was made in America, which, of course, is not true um i think i i think <laughs> for uh, the the principle of what he did isn't exactly an a foreign thing for no pun intended mm-hmm. because i think all of us here have done the whole like these were produced in america this shirt was printed mm-hmm. in america produced you know right The garment which is a totally different here, thing though w- which is completely that, different right had exactly. he said that and he i think on his website there is some verbiage he does to yeah. that effect uh, of saying like, hey, these are imported from elsewhere, and produced and printed and packaged and sewn and embroidered and whatever in you. I think it's in Utah, in America, in Utah, mm-hmm. and then we send them out. So that's a different premise and a different right. uh, kind totally of context different. than saying that hey, these shirts were actually manufactured in America. And you might be thinking, what What's the big What's the big deal? Why would he say that? I think uh, you know what his the the majority of his of his fan base are conservatives and mm. conservatives have uh a pretty healthy uh opposition towards china and you know ccp mm. what just because i said that this i don't know if this will make it on the air but please don't ban <laughs> us um so but yeah very healthy opposition to china and because of that there's this there's this strive for hey let's american-made products and cut china right. out of the thing but the reality is, is Mm-hmm. gildans made in honduras or mexico or taiwan <laughs> like i don't see a yeah. whole lot of shirts that are actually manufactured yeah.
0: in china itself in the in the u.s right yeah that's what you're saying um you said in china but yeah oh you're saying there's not a lot of shirts that are no made in uh, china okay no right everywhere yeah everywhere I've, seen,
2: I've seen a lot of taiwan i've seen a lot of honduras i've seen some gotcha. like uh tsc's you know, home brand was in mexico whatever they called mm-hmm. that um yep. So that, but, but I haven't seen a lot of tags that say, oh yeah, this was actually manufactured in China. So,
0: yeah, there now, now there are some that are actually manufactured in the U S however, you know, like Bella has a whole line of shirts. Mm -hmm. They're 3,001, you know, that are, yeah, but they're they're American, 3,001 USA. Yeah. They're, they're made in the U S now the blank cost is twice as much as the ones that they, um, chipped out they do they do some in mexico and some of the other countries that you mentioned um it's so so yeah i I think the biggest thing here is like the difference between made in the usa and printed in the usa i think you know because like on his website i'll just read it from you know this this website that um uh chris kretz actually posted in our um in our group and it says um this is something that they have on, or had I don't know if they still have it but it was on their website um when the FTC actually fined them the $200,000 it um it said at that time in an effort in our effort to keep as many jobs as possible inside the USA our blank garments or items that are purchased internationally are shipped to the S- USA to be printed embroidered laser engraved tagged and bagged all inside the USA it says on the website, this process is commonly known as white labeling. So all of that to say that phrase right there is 100% accurate and totally okay with the FTC. You're saying we have purchased these garments internationally and they are printed here in the U S as a matter of fact, on my Amazon listings and our Etsy listings or Walmart listings, we have a little picture thing, you know, like you have the different mockups and all that. One of ours is a, printed in the usa uh picture that we put as a mock-up because they are we you know i'm here in colorado um we get these shirts and these you know mugs and all these different things from all over the place um 99 percent of the time they are international um unless our customer asks specifically for a usa usa made uh garment um But I've had them ask for USA made mugs and I don't even know where to get those. (laughs) So I have not ever been able to do a mug that was USA made. I'm sure there probably is somebody, but I also guarantee it's probably four to five times as much as I can get them from, uh, you know, elsewhere. So we specifically say printed in the USA, um, which again, like they say, it's, it's commonly known as white labeling. You take a product and then you do with it what you will and then you sell it. So yeah. um yeah it was kind of um it, it's it's very interesting that they chose to go kind of beyond what they said on their website and actually removed tags. And this is where it got really really bad for them because not only do the tags that you have on your apparel shirts have where the country of origin. They also have like a lot of other little details that if you're going to be
2: legally required.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to be a mass distributor of, of um, products and you want to mess with the tags, you better know what you're doing because you can get into trouble really quick. Now, mom and pops selling on Etsy, selling on Amazon, you're selling one shirt, you know, 10 shirts a month, 50 shirts a month probably yeah. going to stay under the radar of the FTC. I think what happened with um, uh, Lions Not Sheep was they got really big really fast and frankly probably brought some of the ire from the federal government on them because they yeah. were really speaking out against the federal government in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that probably bought some ire and brought some investigation. <laughs> but then Josiah, tell him how he got <laughs> caught,
2: <laughs> yeah, so th- I mean he he basically outed himself on a live video, whether it was a Facebook live video or you know whatever whatever platform it was on, but he he essentially said, yeah so this is what we're doing um we're, we're, we're there's nothing that says I can't get away with replacing these tags, <laughs> which." <laughs> Uh, it's not it's not, <laughs> not 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 true at all um, so and like and like you said you know he they they did rise in popularity very quickly because of the political climate in 2020 and um it was probably one of those things where you don't know what you don't know and you don't think you need to know and you're not surrounding yourself with people who know uh <laughs> what is and is not permissible um mm. so it's yeah, it's not. It's not great. I mean, I. I don't think that it's going to be a huge detriment to his business. I don't think his his people are going to necessarily stop supporting him. I think mm-hmm. he'll notice that two hundred thousand dollar fine uh, will definitely <laughs> sting him a little bit, and he'll probably have to be more diligent about communicating the correct thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just you know it was interesting because we've talked a lot about white labeling and and you know. IP infringement, which just isn't one of those things, but it's kind of in that context of like, hey, this is something that you shouldn't, this is a no-no. This is another one of those things. Like, don't say that it's produced in America. You can say that it is or sorry, don't say that it was manufactured. You can say that it was printed or or produced Um, and that little difference in language will save you apparently $200,000 because that that is a lot of a lot of money for for a mistake that is just uh, honestly kind of silly. That it even had yeah. to, you shouldn't have had to uh, endure that. It's kind of self-inflicted a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the actual FTC.gov. Um, you know, their statement that they made, and they have a little picture of what they actually put on. So he he ripped the tags out, and then he did a like a screen printing or a you know okay. um, tag, and it says "Lions Not Sheep" trademark, and then it has the small for that particular size. And this is 50% polyester, 25% cotton, 25% rayon. Yep, you see it right there. Wash and cold, tumble, dry, low, lionsnotsheep.com. And then right there, made in the USA. So that shirt that you're seeing that on was not made in the USA. If he would have changed that no. word to printed, yep. probably wouldn't have had an issue. Actually, actually, I take that back because this is the only identifying piece of uh, this is basically replacing the label. He does need to say made or in Bangladesh, made yeah. in China, made in Honduras or whatever. But he could have said, and we have done this um on our listings, made in, you know, made in China, printed in the US, you know, um yep. whatever, or designed in the US. You know, if you're using a drop shipper that's drop shipping from China, I don't know. Yeah. But um, there's a definite <laughs> words matter, people.
2: yeah i guess especially in the realm of kind of legalese and you know all of these things that are required Mm -hmm. um language definitely does make make a huge difference if he would have said like like you said, manufactured in taiwan printed in the usa that you know sure um but because he would be two hundred thousand dollars richer he would two hundred and eleven thousand three hundred and thirty five dollars uh, looks like here exactly, um, okay. so yeah, so that hey, guys, uh, don't do that. That's basically what we're saying. <laughs> White labeling is fine uh, if you want to take the appropriate information and then put it on a tag with your brand on it. It's not something that is like we said unheard of, but you just have to make sure you are doing it the correct way. That's exactly. All. Yep. So an, another thing Travis, that we talked about that again from our Facebook group, as long as we're shouting out people who have left us cool things in our Facebook group, another mm-hmm. Chris, uh, is it Pupke? I always, I'm always hesitant to say his name. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to get it right. Sweet.
0: Chris. He'll Pupke, correct this if uh, it's not.
2: I'm sure he will. That's <laughs> true. Uh, he shared something with us as well in our Facebook group that we thought was kind of interesting. And we wanted to show you guys uh, as here. This is if you're watching the video version, which you should be on Spotify or YouTube. This is it says Target got a robot manicure machine, eight dollars, and only took ten minutes. What you're seeing here is this robot um, painting this woman's nails. Yeah, uh, the the video is only a nail that it's
0: painting because it's just looped,
2: but it's like it's like print on demand pedicures essentially it's what we're seeing it's
0: incredible now no it's not actually doing a pedicure because pedicure you know you got to get into the cuticle and all that and don't ask me how i know this i've just been married almost 25 years um (laughs) but yeah what we're seeing on the actual video is just a simple painting of the nail but you see a little a little light right before it which i'm assuming is like kind of placing you know like targeting and saying okay this is where the nail is this is where i need to paint you know um but the the thing that Chris was talking about is what if you could potentially like somehow get a royalty, like create a design that people could choose on this machine and say, "I want that on my nail," and then you would get a royalty every time that would happen. Um, it's very, very cool. He this kind of came from um our, one of our magic questions when we ask uh, interviews or interviewees, I guess, on the show. You know, put your turban on and look into the crystal ball. What's the future of print on demand? And then he saw yeah. this and he was like, Oh my gosh, this is a total great, this is a great answer for that question. And I totally agree. It's super cool to be able to see this. Now, if you go to the this is actually a TikTok that we're seeing um that he was sharing, and if you go to it and you look at the I did. I went and looked at the comments and it's like, I don't know if I'd put my finger in there, you know, to a (laughs) robot. It's a little bit, you know, scary. I mean, but I mean, I, I, I feel like that this is still the future. It might be early adopters type stuff, but I mean, they used to, people used to not want to put their credit cards into, you know, online forums or a shopping center. So it's just a matter of time before stuff like this is kind of, par for the course yeah and yeah
2: we've talked i I mean we talked about before we went on is like i think i'd trust a robot to paint my nail before i would let it drive my car autonomously uh you (laughs) know because i guess worst case scenario is you know if you're if it damages your finger or whatever like okay yeah that's gonna suck but at least it's not gonna crash your car and you could die so that's you know risk reward ratio but it is interesting (laughs) to see these kinds of things taking prominence i know there's some some technology for tattoos as well that's kind of along those same lines like put your arm in and it's going to read it and and then start you know making the designs because tattoos are print on demand of sorts they're just very permanent print on demand it's ppod um so (laughs) it'll be interesting as well i don't think i would trust a robot to tattoo my arm necessarily but you know crazy things have happened i suppose um so yeah it's just it's crazy it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future with this as well? So, um, let's go a little to our main event. If, if you haven't been able to tell now, dear listener, this is a very informal episode. This is kind of some stuff that Travis and I were kind of just chatting about offline that we want to just bring up to you as well. And we just honestly, kind of arbitrarily delineating point of interest from main event because why not? <laughs> uh, it's our show. We'll do what we want. Uh, so anyway, uh, with that being said, let's just go ahead and trans. Uh, Transition to the main event. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, the main event.
2: All right, we are going to go straight into the main event, which is something that Travis brought up to me uh, that is happening with Amazon uh, that started as a glitch, I believe and uh, he basically it, it broke amazon broke amazon's broken or it was broke so i mean let's be honest broken in a lot of ways more than one but in this particular instance it has affected people's ability to list products on the platform which obviously if you are selling on amazon the main point is to list your products for sale on amazon and as we're entering in uh fourth quarter right it's it's it is it is nigh very soon it's two months away might as well be now uh, as far as how you're preparing for this whole thing but it, it is a massive inconvenience to have this platform run into this issue uh that is causing people to not be able to list their particular products um i don't know the specifics of exactly what's happening but we're going to get into that here shortly and i'm just going to shoot straight with you guys oh he's back i think i hear him travis had to take a break i was running out of things to say which is not which is unusual for me but (laughs) travis is here uh we need to make a longer bumper or like a uh, one of the things like when the signal was in, interrupted on TV, like it's like the color bars, yeah. So, wh- whenever there's just an a unexpected break uh, in the action, which unexpected is a loose term given that Travis had four IPAs before we press record. <laughs> 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 Cheers, brother. Yes, sir. So, I was just telling the people in your brief absence. Mm-hmm. about this thing that's happening with Amazon. So give us a little bit right. more specifics. You were talking to me before we pressed record about this glitch in the matrix that was <laughs> attempted to be fixed
0: and then broke everything worse than what it
2: was before.
0: Yeah, so we've been kind of seeing this for a couple of weeks now and just trying to figure out exactly what's going on. Um, I So... All of that to say, so there's a couple things that are going on. One of the things is like, like you were mentioning, um, the ability to list certain products, um, is, is being affected for some people, for a lot of people, actually. Um, the other thing that is also being affected is, is a lot of the integrations that maybe people have with Amazon. Maybe you're having them integrate with Printify or Printful or, you know, Gearbubble or other things like that. Other, you know, Gelato, um all of those companies yeah. there are um, your orders are coming in and they may not be being passed to uh, to your integrator. Okay. So it might not be being passed to Printful. You need to go in and check that and see, <clears throat> see if your integrations are still working because reports are that most of them, if not all of them are broken. So um, as a result of this whole thing now, um that doesn't mean that uh it's it's broken for everybody it also doesn't mean <laughs> there's a lot of things that it does mean and a lot of things that it doesn't mean and it literally only matters if you can look at your account and see what's happening because yeah um a lot of people use uh what's called a GTIN exemption which is a global trade number GTIN i can't remember um But like a UPC or an EAN is a GTIN. And -hmm. so what they'll use on Amazon, so they don't have to enter a UPC or an EAN, they'll use a GTIN exemption to get out, to exempt themselves from having to use a GTIN. Um, And a lot of them, typically they make you say, well, what brand is this associated with? Um, so I have made, I've put my brand in there and gotten a GTI, an exemption for my brand. A lot of people didn't have like a trademark on the brand or anything. So they would use the word sure. generic. And for a lot of times, for for a, the longest time, since I I've, I've remember, you've been able to list under the term generic as your brand um, and be able to That's list right. pretty much anything you want, as long as you applied for it and you got it and you, you know, did jump through their hoops. Yeah. That seems to have to be broken now. Um, so a lot of people with generic uh GTIN exemptions are not able to list products. Um, it's kind of going in two different ways. Some people are just not able to list anything at all. Other people are not able to list certain like new things. So for instance, for us, um, I can still list uh, coffee mugs um, because we've been doing it forever. I, well, right. I say because, but I don't really know that it's because I've been doing You're it. Assuming it's just, it's because. <laughs> yes. I'm assuming it's that, which is, that's all we're doing right here. We're just making a bunch of assumptions and just giving you our best guesses on mm-hmm. why these things are happening, but yeah. I can list coffee mugs, but I, I recently went to list a bunch of, uh, our designs on totes. Um, and we got all of these different errors on the flat file that we uploaded. And we are like, okay, what is this? We're jumping through all of Amazon's hoops. And all of a sudden they're saying, well, we need pictures in all different directions of the product. We need to see the UPC. We need to see the tags. We need to see the packaging. We need to see all of these. And they're just going down the list, um, which is very new. It's not something that they've done in the past. And, and it's not just me. I've, I've been in a lot of Facebook groups, a lot of people in the print on demand space that do list on Amazon are talking about this. Um, my best guess is that you're going to be grandfathered into some of the categories that you've listed a lot of things in. But if you try to go to another category, another type of product, because a coffee mug is a lot different than a tote, Um, Sure. You're going to run into problems. Or if you haven't listed in that particular category in X number of months or whatever. Yeah. uh, Maybe it was easy before, but now it's not working. And again, I'm just I'm just speculating at this point. I have no idea. I have I have one friend that um, is speculating that Well, I have a couple of people that have speculated that maybe this is Amazon's way of limiting The amount of print on demand sellers that are on their platform, um, which would make sense, I suppose. I I don't want to like raise the alarm bells or anything with everybody, but it would make sense because they're getting I mean, because of the fact that these are print on demand products and they don't actually exist. You can literally if you with the right automation, you can list millions, (laughs) um, which makes their catalog bigger and probably less. I don't know it just it it creates a lot more data for them to have to host for one right. on their site and it makes a lot of um bad products frankly um there's some products out there that literally do everything for you and um and a lot of their outputs are just garbage they'll basically take the same phrase and use 1000 or 2000 fonts And then put them on another hundred products and then they just sell you a a subscription to do this automatically every single day for all time. (laughs) Right. Um, And so you get a lot of, you know, really crappy products on their platform. So I could see them using this as a technique to slow the development of print on demand. Um, And at the same time, I see it as um, kind of a barrier to entry that if you can cross you'll have a lot less competition. So there's a plus and a minus there. Um, But yeah, so that's basically my experience so far. Cause like I said, my I'm brand registered, so I should be able to in my brand just list whatever I want because it's my brand. Um, (laughs) But apparently that's not the way Amazon sees it. And um, it, it could potentially, and I'm hoping this is the case, it could just be a glitch and they're trying to figure out something inside and and maybe they were trying to attack this one thing and they changed some things and it really sure. blew up in their face. And now they're just scrambling because when you talk about Amazon, we all know it is the 800 pound gorilla. It's a massive company and so the left hand a lot of times doesn't know what the right hand is doing and so one yep. one flip of the switch by the developers or whatever could totally destroy something and then all of a sudden the all of these poor poor seller support people are getting inundated with why is it this way why and they're they're just giving forms out you know this is what right. you need to do and they're just and they don't have any other information so all they can do is answer every single email with the same damn thing and it just really frustrates you Um, because you go, well, what? Yeah. But how about this? No, I'm brand registered. And they go and they say the exact (laughs) same thing they said in the previous email. And it's just over and over again and their sellers are getting really frustrated, but they don't have any more information because it hasn't come down the pike yet. So that is a definite possibility here. Um, But yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I know.
2: Yeah, it seems like a giant a giant cluster which again yep. isn't isn't too um uncommon when it comes to stuff that Amazon has done or is doing or will continue to do simply because like you said it's such a massive corporation where there's, there's a lot of lack of communication and it's hard to really yeah. get some actual answers, which is why this is all speculation. I mean, we could get two different answers from two different people. Really. If we, if we had mm-hmm. Amazon, you know, if we are able to bring one person on, get an answer, bring another person on probably a completely different answer. So that's why it, this is all just kind of best guess type of stuff at this point. But um, yeah. it's just, but, but as long as you know that, as long as you are aware that that's the, what you're going to get yourself into, um, you know, it's good to know. The more you know, right, Travis? So I Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the more you know, uh, so this is a complete tangent. It's nothing okay. to do with with any of this, but uh, a little a little more waffle, really, is is what this is. So I was watching when I was in Wyoming. I was watching um this documentary with my family because my my nephew is you know big into documentaries and nature stuff. So we're just watching this thing. And it's talking about swordfish. And I know nothing about swordfish other than there's a team in Florida that's named after them and they play baseball. That's about it. <laughs> so, but this guy was talking about, about swordfish and how dangerous mm-hmm. they are. And, and the fact that the swordfish, did you know, has very few predators in the wild. Right. Which I, I yeah, don't know they, they were time. like on top of the food chain, but it makes sense because of their, you know, obviously the sword. I'm saying the swordfish have very few predators in the wild. However, there is one fish that can take them out. Uh, The the rare penfish, which is said to be mightier. (laughs) The more you know. The more you know. And if you are wondering if I'm being serious. Time for the
0: weekly dad joke.
2: That was this week's (laughs) dad. I had to squeeze it in there, shoehorn that thing in before we forgot it. Um, but yeah, so Good John, if, about this Amazon thing, what would what what do you think is going to be the resolution, call. or what do you think would be the more effective way to kind of limit the number of print-on-demand sellers, other than just breaking something so egregiously <laughs> and having people adjust?
0: <laughs> well, what I've, I mean. I've already told my VAs I said, "Hey, let's focus on mugs for Amazon, but let's focus on um, all these other products for our other channels. Um so don't try to make flat files for these, you know Amazon or these Amazon products because we can't upload them yet. So, um, I've already told them to kind of basically use their hours in a different way. Um, I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm still in the process of, uh, actually me and uncle Mike, um, are talking a lot about this particular issue and, um, I'm getting ready to kind of jump, try to jump through all their hoops and I've created little tags that I'm going to put on the thing to make it look like it's, you know, it's, Hey, this has got a tag on it and blah, blah, blah. And they take the pictures, all the things they want, give them everything that they need. Um, and see what happens just as kind of a, a test sure. case. Um, if that works, then man, you know, Hey, I got the answer. <laughs> if it doesn't right. work, um, if it doesn't work, then it's kind of hurry up and wait, you know, and see if they can sure. get their crap together. Um, I don't think they're going to ever come out and go, Hey, we made My a bad. mistake yeah, and
2: Exactly. this is That's the, what us. you need
0: to do now. You know, this yeah. is the, what you need to change. And you're, you know, they're not going to come out. So you just got to keep trying. Um, so if, if we don't hear anything or if what we're doing isn't working, we'll probably just like once a month, just try to, we'll have a little test file or whatever and we'll just shoot it up there and see what happens and see if we can get a different code or a different, uh, expect, um, you know, if it will list or not, um, it's very, very frustrating. I, I totally get this. Amazon has been changing things (laughs) since I've been on their platform. Um, you know, which is going on, going on eight years now. Um, from the time when I was, you know, just selling, doing retail arbitrage and private label and things like that to today, uh, they change stuff all the time. And a lot of times when they change stuff, it is, it is, they're like in a constant state of beta testing (laughs) and we are their beta testers. It seems like (laughs) a lot of times. So, um, so yeah, we'll just keep trying. We'll wait. And, um, but you know, if, if I have some success with some of the stuff, um, it'll be good for you to understand kind of what you need to do and maybe how we did it. And hopefully that can help you. So continue to tune into the, the POD cast and, um, we'll see uh kind of what we come up with as I do some of these yeah. testings. And I will say, if you have an idea, if you have maybe jumped through their hoops or are experiencing something different than what I'm experienced experiencing, please join our Facebook group and make a post and share yeah. with us. So print slash Facebook, just go there, share maybe something that you've discovered or maybe uh, something that is going on with your account that, may be able to help other people uh we are in this together we are not competitors i mean i think that's the one thing that the print on demand cast has always kind of we've championed that you know we are a family we are a group we are not competitors there there is the pie is freaking big enough people we are not competing for the pie it's big enough for all of us so let's let's try to work this problem uh, together And as I said before, if I find anything, I will certainly share that with you guys. Yeah, uh, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, join the Facebook group. Let us know if you heard anything, and we will do the same. Uh, if we if we find out more or find a solution, we'll let you know here. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like Amazon is constantly changing, and a lot of times it's arbitrary, and most of the time they don't tell you, and then all of the time you can't get an answer, which can be incredibly, incredibly damaging. Emotional damage. So mm-hmm. yeah, that if you're an Amazon seller, that's the number one byproduct, I think. Besides, hopefully, good income is emotional damage. So, so you get uh, nothing. It's true. That's exactly <laughs> what you get when you try and solve an Amazon problem with their help. Uh, so anyway, uh, Travis, anything else before we wrap this one up and uh, move on to? Well, we have we have an iTunes review, which is awesome. We have yeah. a new one. We'll get to that. Anything else on this particular topic
0: before we? transition i don't think so i think we shared. i've shared everything i know and and frankly it's not a lot i can just talk a long time <laughs> <laughs> lots, of lots of waffle lots of waffle all right so here is
2: this new five star review from getting skinny 211 left two days ago august 6 2022 the title valuable she says this is one of the few podcasts that I've actually stopped playing in order to hold on one second. We're gonna actually try and do this. Oh, I like it. Yes. Five wait, star review wait, just in. Hold on a
0: second. Hold yes. on a second. This is Travis Ross from Nine One One News. We've got a special update. Josiah, why don't you take it away? Yes, thank you, Travis.
2: I am here live from my half of the PODcast studios with breaking news announcement here, folks. We have a new five-star review from Getting Skinny211 left two days ago. Allegedly, it says this. Valuable. This is one of the few podcasts I've actually stopped playing in order to take notes on what they're saying. Episode 101, I think that's the number, talks a lot about getting organized. They share all kinds of actionable advice that I haven't heard any other podcasters talk about. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work with a praise hands emoji. Quick suggestion. Share an example of the product spreadsheet you talked about during the Getting Organized discussion. Well, the Getting Skinny, we will definitely do our best to do that. Thank you so much for following our advice and leaving a five-star review. And like we promised you, you were a shout-out on the show in a way that no other five-star review has been shouted out up until this point. So thank you so much for your input. And we will see you hopefully soon, hopefully on our live next week with Chris
0: Green. Travis. Thanks, Josiah. That was incredibly insightful. Now, if we could only figure out why we actually took the time to put this background music in and waffle, waffle, waffle.
2: That's pretty good. I mean, there's a low barrier of entry for ideas that get on this show. And uh, (laughs) we just raised it a little bit. Very small amount. Very small amount. Uh, but, hey, you know, it's a, it's all an improv game, really. You guys don't know that. Uh, this whole thing <laughs> is just one giant improv game each and every week. It really
0: is. <laughs> but we we find... just happen to know a little bit about print-on-demand. But other than that, it's just basically actor games. You know? Yeah,
2: that's pretty much it. Just a bunch of bits over and over and over again until you guys get sick of it. True international pressure. So, um, all right, so we're going to go ahead and roll this one out. Thank you guys so much for uh, putting up with us, basically, is what Mm -hmm. I'm wanting to say, uh, because it is a little little ridiculous. So just like last week in the closing of this episode, we're going to play a little bit of music underneath, because it just feels right. Mm -hmm. But thank you guys so much for listening to episode 103. We'll be back next week with the two- Year episode, the monumental, the epic, the incredible, the Facebook live edition of the Print on Demand Cast, celebrating two years. We're two years old, and in nineteen more years, this show will be legally able to have a drink. But for now, it's two years, and we won't be as excessive as a one-year party for a child. But it is going to be pretty fun. So, dad joke tournaments. Chris Green will be on the show with us. Uh, and he is just chock full of things to talk about. There will be no shortage of waffle or improv on that particular episode. If you guys want to keep in the loop as to what is happening, we've said it a few times already on this episode. Printondemandcast dot com slash Facebook is where you go for that information. You can join the group, join the conversation, and uh, you'll be you'll know exactly what's happening when it is happening. Uh, you can also go to printondemandcast.com slash YouTube and Instagram for other social media channels to see more of what's happening and the YouTube versions go up on Friday. The video version, if you don't want to wait, if, you don't, if you're impatient like, like I am about some things. Like Cobra Kai is about to come out and I'm so excited about it and I'm going to binge it and I'm going to be impatient for Ooh. the next season. Yeah, it's coming out next month. I didn't know that. Noth- yeah, nothing to do with this particular show but hey, like we said, it's all one giant improv game. So, If you're impatient, you want to see the video version early, you can go on to Spotify. We have video available on Spotify. You can go there. Also, of course, wherever there are podcasts, the PODcast is available for you. Apple, Stitcher, Google, I don't know, Shopify. They'll have one eventually. It's all going to be... Everyone's going to have a podcast thing, and it's going to be a good time. But if you leave a five-star review... We will will shout it out on the show, like getting skinny two one one. We can't promise it'll be in a news anchor format, although that was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. uh, and I wouldn't be against doing that again. But we'll see. But please leave a five star review and let us know what you're enjoying about the show, your favorite dad joke, a suggestion like getting skinny left us that was awesome that we're definitely going to take some actionable advice there as well to put into our future show. So thank you so much again, getting skinny. If you don't want to do the social media thing and you don't want to leave a review. We'll forgive you. You can email us though and let us know what you're thinking about and how things are going. As Travis, yeah, Travis is he's really dig- digging this lo fi music, which you know, totally, baby. I love it. Lo fi is great. I love lo fi, lo fi beats, lo fi everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, you can reach out to us info at demandcast.com is where you can email us if you hate all things social media, and we will empathize with you and understand it completely why you have that position. At this time in our culture so thank you guys (laughs) so much we look very much forward to having you back here with us live next week on the print on demand gas so for travis i'm josiah we'll see you next week live two years baby see you then see ya
0: world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print on demand sales one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most pod specific information there is all to help save the day every day Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the Print-On-Demand Cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.